Hi everyone, happy Valentine's Day. Whether you're single or happily bonded with someone, or multiple someones, no judgment, uh, it's a beautiful day to talk about women's soccer. It's Friday, it's Friday. It's Friday. Gabby, what are you drinking? Oh, um, I'm, at, I'm back in Portland. Uh, this is our first go. Um, first, I, I just want to do a little intro that... <laughs> or um, disclaimer that this is our first attempt at doing a transcontinental podcast. Um, and it's taken us about an hour to set up for let's, this. Let's, let's give um, credit. It's taken you about an hour. I, I dicked around for a little bit. I checked Tumblr. I got some wine. I checked the mail. I'm, and you played with your yeah, cat, I, which I was about to just say something different, but I, I held No, back. that's not a euphemism. I got a new cat. His name is Schmidt. He's named for Sophie Schmidt because he's just kind of goofy and gentle and loving and a little bit clumsy. Um, I am drinking a Deschutes Mirror Pond, um, which is probably one of my favorite beers from Deschutes, um, made right here in Oregon. Uh, so supporting local breweries. What are what are, what are you enjoying this? I evening? am drinking random cheap wine from Trader Joe's. Ooh, is it two buck chuck? No, I think it's like seven buck chuck. It's like, look, we have standards in my house, so we spend we spend <laughs> at least five dollars a bottle. Okay. I've been to your house. You definitely have. We do have standards. We've got great standards. I... They're awesome standards. Hey, um, so this Valentine's Day, um, let's talk. Uh, let's let's get a little goofy. Uh, who would be your soccer Valentine? Okay, so let's stress that. Love doesn't have to be about romance. Love can be platonic. You love your your siblings, your parents, your grandparents, your pets. I hope that's a platonic love. Um, you love your friends. Sometimes your love for your friends turns not platonic, and then you have an inappropriate crush for a year that you have to force yourself to get over, or else you'll ruin the friendship. But anyway... I, I think you're getting off track sorry. a little bit. Um, my soccer valentine currently... I you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I have too much. Um, my my soccer Valentine uh is, is uh Becky Edwards. Um, unfortunately, she's breaking my heart currently. Um, we're going through a little bit of a thing. Uh, just because um the Thorns were idiots and didn't uh protect her in the recent ex expansion draft, and now she is uh is in Houston and has been doing a lot of press and media for Houston. And every time she says something pro Houston, just a little piece of me dies on the inside, um, which, you know, just speaks to how hard it is to be a fan. Um, it, it really is torture and it really is difficult. And um, sometimes I don't like it. <sighs> That's love for you, man. It, it hurts. I, I guess it's worth it though when it's, when it doesn't hurt and you feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside from it. <laughs> but see, the thing is, is I only got 10 games with Becky last year to feel nice and warm and fuzzy. No, you... She was, she, she, she was one of the really awesome players. I was really looking forward to, you know, cheering on the entire season. She really held, held uh, our, our defense uh, together by playing that defensive uh, center mid. Um, she she was just kind of our key and then uh she goes and gets injured on a thursday and we don't find out about it until a sunday and and i'm still a little bitter about that um it's not about the length of time it's about the quality of time you had together you're like that 
that you're like that Ethan Hogg Julie Delby movie before midnight or whatever. It's like Oh, or after or, sunrise or something. Yeah, before like sunrise, before Before Sunrise. Yeah. yeah. That's that's you two, but without, you know, the romantic overtones. Well and it's one it's way. One totally one way. Um, how about you? You've had a few, <laughs> few minutes to think. Okay, about my it. current soccer Valentine has gotta be Heather O'Reilly, right? Okay. Chaos? chaos young lady whoever you are who came up with chaos as a hashtag for heyo a you're a genius and i look forward to your many years of participation in being a soccer fan and b i'm stealing it because it's so good so speaking of heyo i think that's a pretty good way to transition into discussion of the little two-game series united states just had against russia because against who ruska Russia? Ruska. Yeah. Sochi? No, not that Russia. Russia here. They came, they invaded the United States. We weren't even looking, dude. That's how on. they, that's how they get you. That's, that's how the, <laughs> they yeah. roll. Um, we played Russia first in Boca Raton, Florida, and that was the Heyo show all the way. I know Becky Sauerbrunn won Woman of the Match, but for me it was Heyo. And then we played them again last night in Atlanta, and... It was possibly even more of a shit show, just on both sides. But at least Heyo won player of the match last night. She won player of the series, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have said, and I'm one of them, that Heyo can be predictable. Um, she races up the right flank. She'll do this little move where she takes, you know, short touch, short touch, long touch. And then she totally beats the defender, because the problem is, it's not knowing what she's going to do, it's actually stopping her from doing it. She is fast. Yeah, Heather O'Reilly, if there were a zombie apocalypse, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Not that I'm saying she wouldn't stand and fight the zombies, but maybe she would smoke all the other survivors and running away from them. I don't know. If she were smart, she would smoke all of the survivors. Yeah, and, you know, all the weak people, like me, would get eaten first, and then Heather O'Reilly would set up her own dominion and restart the human population oh it sounds that sounds lovely i haven't thought about this a lot or anything it's just coming to me i was gonna say does this need to be an entirely different podcast <laughs> <clears throat> okay so usa played russia um aggregate <laughs> goal differential between two games was 15 to nothing uh first game down in florida seven nothing uh second game we built a snowman uh it was eight to nothing um my question to you thrace yes did you enjoy either game? I enjoyed parts of the game on a micro level, but on a macro level, neither game really engaged me. And the second game, especially in the first half, when, sure, we went into the locker room 1-0 off of an own goal, and then we picked up a second own goal. And it was only after, I think it was when A-Rod picked up that nice slammer into the back of the net that we started picking Russia apart, but we still didn't look particularly mobilized for anything, and it was because we were playing, with all due respect to Russia, kind of a second-tier team, so why should we, you know, put our foot down on the gas and go 100% and risk injuries when we don't have to? And so, you know, for them, they don't learn anything. For us, we don't get to watch a particularly enjoyable game. Lose-lose. Yeah, it's it's one of those really frustrating things where, you know, as a fan, we, we sit here and we say, oh, my God, we want to see our team play. Um, 
But when we do get the opportunity to see our team play, I mean, neither you or I were had any burning desire to, to go and watch Russia. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, make the trek to, to go and see uh, the U.S. Women's National Team beat up um, a, a team in the in the FIFA ranked like I think they're team number 21. They are 21 on the FIFA rankings. Yeah. Um yeah, I would love to see competition against more top 10 teams. So that means Germany, Japan, France, Sweden, Brazil, even Norway and Australia because Australia is one of those teams where it's like you need to watch out because they are sneaking up on people. What's what's probably got to be pretty difficult for the players is they're, you know, they were in a 20-day 20, 20 camp, like a 17 or 20-day camp um, for these two games and really just trying to stay, you know, get fit, um, get to the point where, you know, they're they're catching Tom's eye if they don't already have it or staying in Tom's eye because um, he's, he's going to be watching all summer and he's got to pick put together that uh, uh, team for the, the qualifying tournament in October? Well, I don't know. They In 2014, I really expect the United States to start ramping up the competition because, I mean, Canada, for example, after the Cyprus Cup, they're hitting us in Winnipeg. Uh, ticket sales, by the way, are looking really good for that. Canada Soccer announced there were like 18,000 separate inquiries into tickets that game um and then after that canada plays germany and then japan twice so i expect the united states to have a similarly competitive schedule oh i'm gonna get another beer okay i'm gonna get more wine so uh we had a, a beer break um we're not at a bar we're we're in our respective homes um so we just had to go to the kitchen and get something new uh thrace what are you what are you drinking this time around more wine continue to drink the same probably seven dollar chuck it's pretty good. It's pretty drinkable. Well, that's good. I am now onto an Angry Orchard, the Sinful Apple. Do you want to say that again, but less sexy? It's it's their seasonal, the Sinful Apple. Was that less sexy or more? It was more. It was more like <laughs> <laughs> it was it was NPR sexy though. Let's just uh, let's just talk a little bit about what the NWSL has been up to. Um, it's been a couple weeks since our last podcast, uh, and the NWSL uh, has treated us to a couple of things. One being a schedule. Thank you, thank you. It's fantastic to be able to plan out my summer vacations. Um, and the other, uh, some teams have been making some moves, dropping some players, adding some players. We're seeing some more internationals. Um, in the least surprising news ever. FC Kansas City confirmed Desiree Scott is going to Knotts County Ladies over in the uh, FAWSL. I am shocked. shocked. It's it's an interesting uh, it's interesting to see how the league and how teams are reacting to these types of things. Yeah, they wouldn't disclose the transfer fee, but clearly it was worth it to Kansas City to let her go, and it was worth it to Desiree Scott to leave based on how much they were paying her, which actually is not necessarily a league thing because, as we know, allocated players get paid by their federations. Right, and her agent made it, you know, he went on his little soapbox um, to make it fairly well known what Canadian players were getting made, or getting paid. Um, yeah, um, CSA is also not 
replacing their allocation. I mean, I'm working on the theory that Notts County is still paying Desiree Scott because allocated players only get paid by the Federation to join the NWSL. That's the point of Federations being involved. So right. if Desiree Scott is being paid now by Notts County, that means CSA should have an open allocation spot. So what's going on? Do they not have a player of NWSL caliber that they think could take that spot? Is it too late to find anyone? Well, I think it goes back to the conversation we had before about um, the the depth of the Canadian roster um, and the availability of players. Um, how many players who play for the Canadian national team are in college uh, still? You know, and how many are willing and able uh, to come back from Europe to play in uh, the United States versus you know making. Uh, probably more money um, over over in the Swedish league. The 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 Canadian Federation um, hasn't been as vocal about how players need to be playing in the NWSL um, as as the the U.S. soccer has been. Um, U.S. soccer, as as we know from some writings by Christian Press, um, by some things that other players have said, you know, are are leaning heavily on on the women's national team players uh, to come back and, and support the league. Yeah. And, yeah, there's really not a lot. There, I guess there's not really anyone else who Herdman wants to develop. So Right. So so it comes down to, you know, yeah, Kansas City's getting screwed, but does Canada really have somebody waiting in the chamber? Well, the thing is, if the CSA has already allocated this money for funding, I mean, maybe use it on a French player or... Hopefully, if they had this money and they were going to use it for this, maybe they'll chop it up and spread it around to the other players. I just hope that... That would be nice. That would be nice. I hope the money somehow gets used, like gets put back into the women's program somehow. Um, so, as a, as a breaker supporter, what do, you, what do you think of the NWSL schedule? I think, I think it sucks because the Boston Breakers don't have any home games for a month. For all of July, they're going to be on the road. And it sucks on our end because we're trying to build something, and when you have a month gap in between home games, it really interferes with your attempts to build a connection between team and fans. And it sucks for the team being on the road. I mean, are they going to be on the road for a month? Are they going to have to keep flying, you know, from Seattle to... It's it's. It's a crazy yeah. schedule. They, they're going to have to go to Washington, and then um, Seattle is their next away game after that. Wait, Washington is Washington Seattle. Spirit. Oh, D.C. Yeah, All right, D.C. Gotcha. There we go. So they play them July 2nd, and then July 6th they play Seattle Rain. So I don't think it makes sense for them to necessarily come back home in between, so they got to hop over to Seattle. And then the next game is... You know, Seattle is a really great place to spend the 4th of July. Just putting I that pretty, out there. I think Boston, the seat of American history, might be the better place to spend the 4th of July. I, I think Philadelphia might might be a little bit more historic than Boston. Yeah, anyway. but if you're choosing between Boston and Seattle for 4th of July... and it, I mean, that sucks for the players. They're going to be tired. Injuries are probably going to rack up. Knock on wood. God forbid. It, I... Yeah, just in a speechless, I you know. So so when you saw the schedule, um, 
You you didn't like it. I watched it. a little bit. There's a couple of weekday games too. And weekday games are yeah. not great for attendance. I I don't think weekday games are great in, for any team in this league. Um even even here in Portland we see a dip and I'm not going to complain about our attendance here in Portland because a dip is still, you know, great for in in comparison to everyone else. But um you know, we, we have so many weekday games because we're trying to fit a schedule that should probably be a legit uh, six-month schedule into, like, four months. It starts mid-April, right? And it runs until... Yeah. Um, the end of no, August. No, mid-August. Mid-August, because... should be a six-month schedule. And we added a team this season. So... And we're trying to cram it into the same time frame as last year. It's not great. It's like the schedule has like muffin top because we we try to squeeze too much into too little. That's that's a really good way of putting it. Very. Yeah. Uh, I I have a great mental image now. Good. I'm glad I can make you think of muffin top. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy You're Valentine's welcome. Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Um, it sucks for the players. It sucks uh for the facilities. Uh, the fans a little bit here in Portland. We have a couple of notable games that are just huge conflicts uh, for soccer fans in in our fair city. Um, the the date is I want to say July thirteenth um, is a big one for us. Uh, the Portland Timbers are playing the Seattle Sounders up in Seattle. But at eleven o'clock that morning, uh, we have a little thing called the World Cup Final. Yeah, that might. I you know soccer fans might be interested um, in that a little and, bit. And 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 then at two o'clock in the afternoon, we have a a game where FCKC is coming to Portland. So so uh, I think my point there is just um, scheduling is hard. And it is hard. It, yeah. It can only get better. I. I mean, this is clearly a schedule that could have benefited from an extra month at least, but then again. There's a reason they tried to squeeze this into, you know, four months. It wasn't feasible for them to do a, like a five or six month schedule. Why is that? Wasn't it because of things like costs? They couldn't fund six months. They could only fund four months. Um, I think it has more to do with salaries, um, which might be part of costs. Yeah, that's um, what I was talking about. Oh, okay. yeah, they, I thought you they meant like facilities costs or something. No, no, no. Like they they couldn't pay people for six months. Right. They can't so, be asking people to stretch their salaries out over six months instead of four. Right, because what do a lot of players do when they're not playing in the NWSL? They, they fucking work. I mean, well, Matty Evans... they work and they coach. They work and they coach. They train on their own without access to the facilities and people they're used to during the season. I mean, I know Matty Evans, for example, last I checked, also has a job at Trader Joe's here and coaches locally. Yeah, for sure. It's it's one of those logistical nightmares, I think, of, of a startup league. And um, I'm really looking forward to the, the time when we don't think of this league as a startup anymore. Oh, that would be great. I'm <clears throat> hoping, I'm hoping A, we make it to season 5, and B, by the time we're at season 5, we all feel a little less scared every time the season ends. Because we were all... A, we got burned the first time with Wusa when they suddenly announced, we got to pull the plug, we burned through a bunch of money. 
They burned, yeah, like they, burned they burned through so a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like, could you imagine um, if we had a hundred million dollars today? Oh my God, a hundred million dollars today, we'd be set to go for the next twenty years. No, we would burn through it because we're Americans, <laughs> and that's the way we we would we would we, we would max out all of our credit cards, and we'd be like, oh bummer, man. Yeah, but we had a great time with our jet flybys and. <laughs> Exactly. Those were the days. Those were the days. And then WPS, remember after the World Cup, everything was shiny, and they went through the draft, and then shortly after, they announced WPS is folding. They didn't say folding. They were say, they said suspending operations. Yeah, they suspended operations for... Hopefully to come back after a year. And we were like, no, that's don't try to... Come on. Right, just and say... then players have to scramble, and fans just get mad. So, yeah, this time... Making it, if we made it to five years, and at the end of that time, teams were operating, if not at break even, but but even starting to edge into the black, that would be amazing. I would. We can I would dream. I would sacrifice a lot for that. I I think I think we're we're already on that the the road to do that. I mean, um, we've got. Uh, you know, to 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 beat on the drum again, we've got sports groups up and running. Um, for most of the teams at this point, we uh we're we're investing our own time and energy. You know, there isn't a lot of capital gain <laughs> for being in a sports group. There's minus um, capital gain. There, there is definitely minus capital gain. We do have we do have supporters groups now that I think are are kind of um maybe going deeper than they did before because the supporter culture has evolved for one thing we have we all have a, like a lot more soccer education under our belts and for another i think maybe we realize we got to do something if we don't do something then partially it's on us if this league goes under because i don't want to see another league go under then be like i didn't do everything i could and and I think that's part of the position we're in is we we're the ones that saw the other two die. Um, you know, <laughs> I I was I was in college uh, when when the first one was happening, and unfortunately there wasn't a team nearby me, and I didn't have the financial resources. I mean, I was eating ramen and uh, uh, trying to make my meal plan go as far as it could. Um, I wasn't in a position to be able to support the team, and then uh, when. WPS came around, you know, again, there wasn't a team in my market, but I still, I, you know, I, I travel, um, professional, like I travel for a living. So when I was in a city where there was a team, I would try to catch a match, but I wasn't like a passionate follower of the league simply because I, it, it wasn't, it was, it didn't, it didn't strike a chord with me. Um, and so now that I have a team, uh, literally 10 blocks away from my house. Um, now that I have somebody to support, now that I have a, a avenue for all my energy, heck yeah, I'm putting it all in that direction. I don't necessarily have the same excuse for WPS because we had the breakers. I mean, I bought season tickets every year. I went faithfully. You've had the breakers forever. In W, in Woosa, I wasn't even in Boston. I was still in high school trying to fight with 200 other girls in my dorm for control of the TV, and I don't think we got packs, which was the only way to watch Wusa back then. Wow, you just aged me so much. I realized you were born in 1943, so... Uh, <laughs> you're, 
you know, your memories are a little different. Maybe you right. To... My my memories are a little bit cloudier. Yeah, you're back with more wine. I'm back with more wine. What are you drinking now, Gabby? Uh, I went back to the to the mirror pond because I didn't realize I was out of cider. Oh, so I'm I, mixing my beverages. I um, we had to open a new bottle of wine because my roommates are drinking too, and. <laughs> Uh, the name of this wine is called Seven Deadly Zins, starting with a Z. Zins? Zins. Z. Seven, seven, seven Deadly Zins? Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. It was like 12 bucks. Um, this is not an endorsement, by the way. I'm just saying, for being $12 wine, it tastes really good. Good. Um, you know, $12 wine in Oregon is the good stuff. I don't want to hear about your Portlandia lifestyle. I'm just I'm just saying the twelve dollar wine, it's the good stuff. Now that we've all been horrified by your sexy NPR voice again. <laughs> it's gonna make an appearance every time we do one of these. Yeah. We can go back to talking supporters groups. Um Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think now with a solid ten years of trying to talk about and think about pro women's soccer in the US, we finally we 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 finally got the ball rolling on on something more more permanent. I've been talking to Liz, who works pretty closely with FC Casey and the Blue Crew, and I know she's been reaching out to everyone she can find in supporters groups to kind of get everybody to talk about ways, just things that supporters groups should have in common. Like, how do you keep interest in your team during a slump? How do you um, encourage group growth, right? How do you recruit new followers? How do you keep new followers? How do you handle finances? Best ways to interact with the front office and with the league, um, coordinating travel away with other teams because we really can't be affording to be fighting each other at this point. We, we really need to all help each other out if we have any hope of surviving. We all just really want to make it to year four or five um, and hopefully have something good and growing and something that's thriving at that point. Oh, were we going to speculate on who Portland was bringing in from Australia? Honestly, I have no idea. Um, but you're feel more than you're more than welcome to speculate. I mean, first, somebody on Twitter said it was Kaya Simon, which makes no sense. She's still rehabbing her knee. So there's... Well, we're really good at rehabbing knees, though, in Portland. Oh, yeah? Providence Healthcare? Are they yeah. involved? Yeah, Providence uh, Healthcare um, is really good at sports rehabilitation. Sponsor um, <laughs> Sponsor. Make this the PP podcast. <laughs> the PP no, no, it's cast. not the PP podcast. This is the Big Girl podcast. Oh, my God, it's the Big Girl podcast. We totally forgot to intro with that. Happy Valentine's Day. This is the Big Girl Soccer podcast. I, I think I think we're getting a big butt in Portland. Oh, you think it's going to be Tamika Butt? That's a really good I, guess. I think we're getting a big butt. That's an excellent guess. You need uh, she's a midfielder. She's uh, midfielder slash forward, I guess. She's fast. Yeah. She's tough. I'd take her. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'd take... be picky at this point. Well, she was time. playing with Anger last year. She's playing for the Roar right now. Even though yeah, but when does that season get over? The W League season it's over really soon. That's the that's the genius of Australia and CONCACAF being partners. Right. That's that's why I'm saying we're gonna get a big butt in Portland. I will I I'm not gonna lie, I'll be jealous if you guys get 
pick up Mika Butt. I'm I know nothing about Australian players, and that's my guess. I at this point I I just want the announcement. It was supposed to come out today. Uh, they pushed it back. Um, I know. They announced the announcement, and then they didn't they, announce it, and then they I announced that they're pushing back the announcement. So. I hate it when teams do that so bad. Yeah. I'm just like, just don't tell me. Just drop it on me without without giving me any notice. Just like Chicago, it. Chicago did that too about their home opener. I, I was I was on the edge of my seat all day, all day. All right, buddy. Okay. Um, it's it's Valentine's Day, and uh, I've had a bit to drink. Um, and uh, we talked woe so. Shout out to USA Women's Hockey in the Olympics. Do the damn thing. This is our second attempt. Um, first time not in a bar. First time doing it transcontinental. Uh, yeah. It is, uh, I, think, I think it's worked out fairly okay, so we might try doing this again sometime. You know, I do a pretty good Australian accent. Oh, if yeah? I say, yeah, if I do say so myself. The key to a good Australian accent is to not force it too hard. Like, you can't be like the guy in the Outback commercial, like, put the shrimp on the body, mate, blah, 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 blah. You have to, like, kind of relax your vowels. And one of the... That's... Yeah. Re re relax your vowels? Relax your vowels, mate. Like, oh, vowels. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, there, there are a couple of words you can use to kind of slip into the accent, like uh, embo for ambulance, or, uh, or chook for chicken. Or um, Ute for a utility truck. How much time do you spend practicing this accent? I don't spend time practicing it. I just watch a bit of Australian television. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been fun. Yeah, it's been great. I'm going to keep drinking. Cause it's I'm going to keep today. drinking too. We're going to try to get this up as soon as we can. Uh -huh. That's what she said. That's what he said. <laughs> Damn it! That's that's what he or she said, dude. Don't be so restrictive. Uh, my bad. My bad. That's yeah. what they said. It could be. Could be. Um, and, uh, please give us feedback. <laughs> yes, please give us feedback. Ways to improve. Give, topics give, you think, give, topics you think give, we should cover. Um, give Thrace feedback. <laughs> you're awful. Give you, Gabby... You can find her, you can find her Thrace, uh, ask button you, no you can on find her, Gabby on her tumblr account at gab pdx <laughs> on twitter g-a-b-p-d-x <laughs> oh man okay right, let's go let's go drink some more in our respective cities i'm in portland my name is gab uh i'm in boston i go by thrace online uh hope you have a, a happy valentine's day no matter where you are no matter who you are or are not with I just hope you had a good day in general because Okay, like just just calm down. This whoopsmanship is a dirty game. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.